Welcome to Worth It or Worthless, a show where every month we pull a game from my own personal collection of retro games, take off our nostalgia-tinted glasses, and decide, is the game good by today's standards, and is it worth the price of admission? I am your host, Dan, joined as always by my friend Jordan. Jordan, what did we play today? Today we played Heavy Barrel! Right, yeah, we did. I don't think you can just say the name of it, because you gotta yell it. Well, the yelling in the game itself on the nes version not so it says it but it's all like yeah you gotta you gotta give them props for figuring out you know how to how to get voices into an 8-bit game anyway yeah well i think the nes actually has a sample channel on the noise or on the uh, sound chip and i think that's about the quality that you get out of it i'm gonna believe you i'm gonna believe you i've seen that somewhere in a video and i think that you also can get you hear it in like baseball games, maybe where they're like, "Yeah, no, out, safe." Like, yeah, lots of times you get like, it, and it's nice. all like bit crushed and everything. Yeah. So yeah, we played Heavy Barrel by Data East on yeah. the Nintendo Entertainment System, mm-hmm. and we actually played it on the Retron Five. Yeah, which was great. The cheats worked today. Yes, but we'll, we'll, we'll get, get to that. We will get to that. <laughs> uh, so for anybody who doesn't know, Heavy Barrel was an arcade game. Released in 1987 by Data East, as we said. Um, it came to the NES in March of 1990. Uh, it was also on the Apple II and MS-DOS. Wow, I wonder. Whatever. <laughs> I wonder what it was. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, I don't know anything about those versions. The only versions I know about are the arcade version and the NES version. Um, it's also available, the, the arcade version, the home version of the arcade version is available on the, <laughs> the the Data East collection for Wii, released in 2010. And I'm not sure if there's any other way to physically play this game. I don't know if I don't think it's downloadable downloadable on the eShop or anything like that. Um, you so. can get Heavy Barrel, the arcade version, the home version, the Wii version, the movie. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I wonder actually how the rotating would work in the Wii version because that's like a key component of the arcade version that the NES version just ignores or does automatically by the way you're running. So on the arcade version, you can you can use the the joystick to turn your dude. Yes. But not like not like explain. Give us your background maybe with this arcade version. Okay. Cuz so, you got some history here. Yeah, Heavy Barrel is an important game to me from my childhood. Um I don't remember how old I actually was. I was probably, I would guess, eight or nine at the time. And one night, my dad comes home with a friend, I think, from work, and they're like carrying this arcade cabinet in. It was like completely caught us off guard. <laughs> so this we is were, like this is like something like like a kid's dreams. Like right, dad comes right. home, dad comes home with an arcade cabinet. Yeah, it's like, like a I don't know what's happening. We're this taking is... it down to the basement. We bought this thing. I think he paid four hundred dollars for it. Or it actually might have been even cheaper than that. It might have been like two fifty because I remember there being some kind of like uh, some kind of tape on the uh, the the title placard that had like two hundred and some dollars written on it. That's incredible. I don't know. Anyways, um, so yeah, I grew up with the arcade cabinet in my house um, for several years, for probably ten years, before it broke and we didn't fix it and we threw it on the curb. But anyways, the joysticks, I know it hurts me. It, it hurts me like like the time we threw out our like, NES box because my dad was like, clean out the basement. Is this is there any point to having this Nintendo box? And this was like 2006 or seven, And I was well, like, no, not really. 
And now I'm like, ouch. Why, why do you need the box? It was just, I don't know. You don't. I just it. like, I like having it now. You're a hoarder. Not exactly. That's beside <laughs> the point. We're getting off track. Anyways, so the, the joysticks in the, the arcade version of Heavy Barrel, they click and spin so that you can turn your character in eight different directions. Interesting. So it's so, not like a traditional like joystick where it has like the ball on top, like the Ninja Turtle arcade games. Yeah. It, it was more of a, a cylinder arcade stick. Okay. Um, that very definitively clicked when you would twist it. And that's how in the arcade version, you would twist your guy to aim different directions. If you didn't twist it, you would just strafe and always be shooting in the direction that you were facing. Gotcha. So, but on the NES version, you got the D-pad, right? And you can you can point it yourself in eight different directions, mm-hmm. and yeah, yeah. But it, it it just automatically changes directions based on which way you're running, which at first is a little bit hard to get used to. Um, the game, I guess we should say, is a top-down shooter. Yeah. Um, where you play as like a couple of soldiers trying to take back an underground base. That's been taken over by terrorists. Yes. Now, if you didn't know any better and you just picked up this game like me, I'd never heard of Heavy Barrel, mm-hmm. did not uh, have the uh, glorious experience of having my dad come home with an arcade cabinet. Right. So this is my first experience with it. And I the game starts and you see a red soldier and a blue soldier mm. like cannonball flip into. Right. And it's like, oh, these are the two dudes from Contra. And now we're in a top-down game instead of right. a side-scrolling game. Right. They come in on um, on a beach. Yes. With parachutes. Oh yeah, they were on parachutes. Right. At the time, beginning yeah. of the game, but yeah. every level that you beat, they roll into the yes. next level. Liter- yeah. Literally ball up and roll into the next level after they ran through a door that they blew a hole in. Yeah. So a um, lot, like a lot of similarities to Contra. Uh, you blow <laughs> holes and you roll into the levels. Not a lot of similarities, contra. No, but I mean, just like these, the little things. The little soldier things. shooting bullets, I think, is a, uh, almost where it stops. This is as far as similarities to contra. The dudes in contra have names. I don't think these guys have names even. Uh, I think they do have names. Maybe in your arcade version, but yeah. I did not see a name. We'll just call them Billy and Jimmy. That's fine. Uh, you, like... you got a red guy and a blue guy. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so right. So yeah, that so top-down shooter, you run around killing soldiers, and then you get keys from guys in certain colored suits, and the keys open up random chests, which give you grenade upgrades or weapon upgrades or pieces of the heavy barrel gun. Heavy barrel. Right. So the, the game is called Heavy Barrel. The heavy barrel is actually like the ultimate weapon that you can construct throughout the game and just wreck everything for probably what 25 or 30 seconds maybe longer it might yeah, be like a like minute a yeah so once you've got all the pieces it turns it's like in smash bros when you get all three pieces of like the mega gun it's better I wonder, than that. it it is better than that because <laughs> that doesn't last very long this goes on forever and you if you get it right before a boss like that boss mm. is done yeah like it, it lives up to it's like super weapon status Right, it just shoots giant projectiles as fast as you can push the button and just wrecks everything in the screen. Yeah, and not like beams either. It shoots like giant ovoid pancakes that <laughs> right. fill up like half the screen. <laughs> it's it's a pretty, like, if you're going to name a gun, like, the name of the game, like, this this lives up to, you know, if you pick up this game, you're like, what is Heavy Barrel? Like, I was picturing 
like those barrels from like the James Bond games that you shoot and explode, <laughs> right. you know, or like in, in a lot of like uh, beat em ups, like the dudes will throw barrels at you. Mm-hmm. No, this is talking Donkey about Kong. like, this is a gun and it has a barrel and it, it's heavy. Yeah. And it shoots stuff. I enjoy how generic the name is <laughs> for a gun. <laughs> yeah, there was definitely... <laughs> they didn't go for, like, any interesting sci-fi or, like, no. any cool... It just is very much, like, heavy barrel. When when the credits roll, it was a lot of Japanese names, which I think yeah. is definitely uh, common for the time. I'd be curious what the Japanese version of heavy barrel is, is called or is literally translated as because it's probably way cooler than oh yeah than heavy barrel it probably sounds a lot better in japanese but hey heavy barrel heavy barrel right yeah so, so what anyways is, yeah what, what did the game do well jordan that's what i was gonna ask you uh okay well i always ask you yeah that's fine you can ask me i was right. just trying to i was just trying to it's fine mix it up a little bit right. so i think one of the things that the game does really well and this is again something similar to Contra, although different, is that it has a lot of pickups. So like mm-hmm. Dan was saying, you pick up yeah. the keys and you can unlock there's just treasure chests everywhere. Yeah. These terrorists that you're attacking, like right. they need to stop doing terrorism and they need to just like open these treasure chests. <laughs> to like, put the, together the heavy the heavy barrel. Yeah, they got the heavy barrel, they got all of these like weapons, like they're holding the keys. Yeah, they have the keys. It's not like they don't have (laughs) So you kill the guys, you get the keys, you open the chest, and there are grenade power-ups, there's weapon power-ups, there's the the super weapon, the the heavy barrel. So that's a cool thing. I guess Uh, we should clarify, the A button shoots your gun, and the B button shoots your projectile. Like, you start off with default weak grenades, you can get... Red grenades that explode in several different directions and much bigger than the blue default grenades. You can get like little smoke clouds that kind of do damage in an See, area yeah. for a few seconds. I thought those were whirlwind grenades the first time because I didn't really tell they were making smoke. Right. Well, I still I, don't know. I what... just know from the arcade version. Yeah. So there's all sorts of different power-ups, which, yeah. you know, like Contra. But instead of just like finding them and shooting them and getting them or like getting like the little capsule things or whatever, you have to actually get a key to open and there's chests everywhere so if you know like which chest has the good grenades or which like after a few times playing through you would know like okay these are the chests that i need to go to to get the heavy barrel yeah and you're gonna go to those more so than the ones that you know give you right whatever one of the downsides to those pickups though is on the nes version i couldn't tell what i was picking up ever no, it's a total. It's a total like you get, you open the chest and there is like a ready bluey thing and mm-hmm. you pick it up and then you know it's like okay that was a grenade or that was a part of the heavy barrel right. or whatever. But the downside to that, which it wouldn't normally be a problem, but is it can overwrite your other weapon if you like what you have. You have a flamethrower or you have a spread shot and then you pick up another weapon because you have limited ammo when you do pick the stuff up, and so you can overwrite your weapon by picking up something that you didn't want which is not necessarily a problem because you lose it in one hit anyways yeah no health one hit deaths um we'll get to that in a little bit i think (laughs) (laughs) but um nonetheless the the variety there's not a ton of guns uh there's like spread shot and flamethrower the arcade version has laser beams Mm. um so the guns are, are fairly limited, but there's quite a few different 
projectile weapons. You get like a little probe that shoots. Oh yeah, that's your, a fun one. Yeah, you uh, it basically doubles exactly the thing that you're shooting. So you got your dude, and then you got this little probe droid, and whatever you're shooting, the probe droid shoots. So if you got yep. a flamethrower, it's shooting flamethrowers, mm -hmm. and uh, that is an awesome combo that can be very frustrating to lose seconds <laughs> yeah exactly yeah because um, it is a one-hit kill and if you yeah. get touched by something there goes all of your sweet stuff yep but there's lots of treasure chests or locked whatever they lock look like boxes. treasure chests they look like treasure chests they're open with keys so there's lots of keys the keys are really common the pickups are really common but yeah i'm i think the game is fun I think it's fun too. Yeah. I, I think uh, after we played it for 10 minutes and figured out what we were doing, the game became a lot more fun. But it wasn't like super difficult to figure out what we were doing. We just were really bad at it the first 10 minutes we played. Like everything we play. Yeah, yeah, for sure. There's definitely a little bit of a learning curve, but like you drop in, you got A, you're shooting, you got B, you're throwing grenades. Mm -hmm. Once you figure out, like, I think the most difficult thing was like trying to figure out what all of the text on the screen meant. Because yeah. you had like, it's like, oh, okay, this is my ammo this is how many grenades i have these are how many lives i have mm -hmm. and these are this is the diagram showing which pieces of the heavy barrel we have and still need right. so once you figure all that out then it's like okay you're good to go mm -hmm. i think another thing that the the game did really well uh was now this is going to be a little bit ridiculous because we did have to use infinite lives but it it was like a lot of these shooting games are, are really hard Mm. And it just turns into bullet hell very quickly. Right. Uh, but this, like, we made it to what I think would be technically the third level. Yes, I think. But, like, we went there, we got there twice mm. without uh, the whole uh, infinite life things. And if this was Contra, like the original Contra on the NES, <laughs> I know for a fact that, <laughs> like, I would have died on the first or second level because <laughs> I didn't even know as a child that there was something past the second level. So it is a little bit easier uh than that so like you can pick it up i i feel like um after playing this like a, for a couple hours like you could get decently far in this game yeah without cheats i don't know if you could get all the way i, I mean i'm sure you can because there's people that could do it right. but like if you're just like a casual person who's not dedicating mm -hmm. your life to this or if you're not a child who only has like this one game to play over and over and over until you right. beat it uh it, it's not going to be like a doable thing to like pick it up and beat it without the infinite lives or whatever. I mean, yes and no. The, <laughs> the considering that the game is uh static, it's the same every single time you play it. Yeah. Um, I don't see how you wouldn't be able to finish it or get further and further every no, single you're time. Right. You're right. Um, After a certain period of time, you could definitely memorize the patterns. You could memorize which boxes. Mm -hmm. You would get a way better handle on on how the enemy's weapons works. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, it, like that's what I'm saying. This is this is why I'm giving this uh, something. This game does well mm -hmm. is it is easier than Contra. Like <laughs> like I could see this game being doable. You could actually master this game. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I agree. I just don't think that you would have to, like some games you have to activate that infinite lives code or whatever, the infinite yeah. continues code to beat. I don't think this is one of those games this if is, you're willing to spend the time. This is not Silver Surfer for the NES. Oh my Lord. Which I owned as a child. We should and, play that. I have oh, it. No, 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 no. Mm -hmm. I don't remember ever even getting like halfway through a level. 
Like that game was just punishingly bad. I don't know. It's been a while since I played it. Anyways. Okay, so I, I, that was the thing that I thought was good, that it wasn't impossible. Like yeah. you can pick this up and mm-hmm. you can you can do relatively well. The co-op is fun too. Yeah. Um, I would see, I mean, I think single player is not as appealing to me in this game as it is sitting there playing it with you. Um, I found it a lot more fun in co-op. Every game is better when you're playing it with somebody. Not necessarily. Well, like, okay, most games are better. Like, there are games where, like, you're, where your co-pilot person can, like, make it harder for you. This game is not really one of those, unless you have somebody who's, like, stealing all the keys. Like that was. Yeah. Well, no, we did a pretty good job. There's so many keys that it doesn't really matter. Yeah. But there's games where, like, your your partner can hurt you. Or I'm thinking of, like, like, the newer Super Mario Bros. games where, like, your, like, person who's with you can just be making things way worse by like slowing the camera down or like stealing your stuff mm-hmm. and it's like this yeah. this game you don't really have a whole lot of interaction like i could shoot you i could throw grenades at you it wasn't gonna matter mm-hmm. so it, it definitely was a fun game to play co-op yeah and probably i don't know if there's a different difficulty. I, I, I can't imagine that there's a different difficulty between one player and two player no so I, it's probably easier with two players probably um everybody or each player has their own set of continues which yeah. is maybe good. I think that's good. Maybe not. Because a lot of times when we play games and there's shared continues, like I will use all of the continues and then you'll like die for the first time and it's like, oh, there's mm-hmm. no continues left. Which may or may not be a good thing depending on what you're looking for. If you're like one of those people who's like, you died, sorry. I'm going to keep playing without you. Like, <laughs> that's fair. Like I don't really like, like when you die and you're not playing, like I'm like, oh, well. I kind of want to restart the game so that we're both playing instead of yeah. continuing on without you. But where that comes in but. handy is like uh, you get to the final boss and I've used my last continue and you've still got some left and you can you can finish the game. Like that's where it comes in handy. Like we were not in that scenario. Like right. I died less than halfway through the game, used all my continues. So mm. obviously if you kept playing, you did keep playing and you died very quickly. Yeah. For another forty seconds or something, I yeah. <laughs> I survived without you. It was a I lot easier when I was there to absorb all of the bullets and grenades. Right. But so yeah, it, it's yeah. it's a fun co-op game. Yeah, for sure. I think another thing that was really interesting to me that you don't see very often in these older games is that you could backtrack. Like once you a little bit, yeah. I don't think you can backtrack very far. No, but like you'd you'd walk and like a key would go off screen and it's like, oh, let's go back and get that, and you could go mm-hmm. back and get the key. Yeah, uh, which was nice. Well, I guess we should clarify a little bit. A lot of the game is kind of on rails in a way. Like the levels are kind of pushing you in a specific direction. Oh yeah, there's only there's really um, only one path. Yeah, so it does it doesn't really the camera doesn't really follow you. It's more like you've follow the camera kind of but it's not a moving screen like you have lots of time to clear Mm. a screen you're not like being pushed uh or it's not like a moving level where you have to keep up with it or whatever right so yeah so that that was interesting hard but fun yeah and then for me the last thing that i have written down uh for what it does well is surprisingly for how much chaos there was on screen like all the different projectiles and everything is there weren't that many frame drops like as far as like the graphics go and like to trying to play it like like there was definitely times where you know it does like the flashing nes thing but Mm -hmm. not nearly as bad as some other games i only noticed slow down like one time the whole time that we were playing like i actually i'm not saying it only happened once but i only actually noticed it once where it like affected your gameplay for like 
two seconds even because it was there was probably like seven guys on screen and one of the like rolling tanks and like was throwing grenades and like yeah we really had a lot going on on screen so it doesn't surprise me that it slowed down a little bit but certainly not as bad as some other games yeah so um but i wouldn't even say that it's a problem no 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 there's so many of these nes games where it's like you like feel like you're gonna have a seizure because of how much the screen is flashing (laughs) and this one really wasn't that bad Mm. so are we ready to move on to what it does poorly yeah because i think transitioning out of this is a good opportunity to talk about uh some of the graphical things in the game (laughs) right which uh (laughs) you know uh for all of its not dropping a ton of frames i think that that can be attributed to that there's just not a whole lot happening on screen uh, graphically speaking, yeah yeah um there are a lot of soldiers and there's a lot of action yeah not a lot of detail not not nope. the prettiest nes game out there no you know one of the things i w- kept remarking on having played the arcade version as a child was like this game kind of looks bad to me and i don't know if it's because like <laughs> the, the arcade game like obviously it's an arcade game so it's going to look better but i didn't know if it was like nostalgia in my brain like me remembering the game looking different than it did the arcade version no and we went and pulled but up then yeah we yeah. watched it we watched the video of the arcade version it was like no this definitely yeah. <laughs> it looks like it did in my memory and the nes version just looks like a very um it's poorly just, made version of it you it's, just get the outlines basically yeah, it, it doesn't look bad it just doesn't look particularly great no there's just not a whole lot going on yeah. so like uh i think one of the the best examples of this is whenever you go to face a boss like uh you, like say for example you're in the desert level and you have like a repeating desert tile mm-hmm. background and then as you approach the boss the screen just like turns tan right. and all of like the detail drops on it's like okay we need every last mm-hmm. bit uh yeah. to, to render this boss <laughs> and then as soon as the boss <laughs> dies the dots come back like you're yeah. on the sand again just kind of weird and it happens in in every level uh when you fight the boss yeah. except for i think the when you're fighting the the helicopter on on the scaffolding and the screen isn't moving at all and it's just the helicopter circling around you like that we were on a bridge so it didn't make sense to go like completely uh, blank right yeah. but then in another level where we were running around the level was like made out of steel or or something and then the floor went completely gray, and then we killed the boss, and then it went back to sand for some reason. Yeah, that was funny. Like they're like they forgot where they were at that right? point in the game. I think uh, yeah. So the graphics are definitely not the greatest, not terrible. Like it's not going to distract you. It's kind of a mm-hmm. funny thing. You're, you're not going into this game like expecting like amazing right. stuff to look at though. For sure. And then probably. Well, I don't know if this is the biggest, but like it definitely was difficult. Like the the controls, you just want there to be more. You want there to be more fine uh, aiming, more like quicker movements. So it's just like yeah, a lot of times you're being like chased by a bullet, and these bullets aren't going fast. And it's like I just want to get out of the way, and yeah. you, you can't get out of the, the way. Controls aren't aren't particularly tight. No, and, and super responsive. They're kind of slow. Yeah, they're a little bit slow, um, so it's hard to dodge like the bullet heli sections. And with, like, the eight access, uh, like, so like you know, on the, the NES, you have the D-pad, the four directions, mm-hmm. but you can do a diagonal by pressing left and right. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, like, you <laughs> left need... Left and right. Whatever, you know what I mean. <laughs> left up and right and, for a diagonal. Up and, up and left, whatever. <laughs> so you're trying to get out of the way, and you need to move diagonally to avoid mm-hmm. something, and it's not always the easiest to, like... It's not like you have an analog stick to just go that diagonal direction, so... Yeah. 
Um, surviving is tough. Surviving is tough without, yeah. The, and it's like sometimes you, you'll just like get grazed by the edge of a bullet mm-hmm. and you are, you're done and your sweet flamethrower's gone right. and your probe droid's gone and your red grenades are gone and you just. Or you won't get touched by a bullet because maybe the hitbox is a little bit bigger than your sprite <laughs> or something ridiculous. Um, yeah. So that's not great. No. And I think, I think probably like the, the best example of this, like. There are several, there's two or three times in the game where the enemies get the red grenades and mm-hmm. the red grenades are sweet because they explode and then shoot like five or six other projectiles out that you have to avoid, Right. which is awesome when you have it and mm-hmm. nightmarish when the bad guys have right. it. Right. It's very hard to avoid unless you know exactly where the grenade's going to land. Yeah. And, and even then, because you're moving so slow, it's hard to avoid. Yeah. And especially when you have two of those guys chucking mm-hmm. them at the same time. Yeah. And it looks the same. So if you have red grenades, it's like, it's like, is that mine? Is that Dan's? Is that, is that the bad yep. guys? So anytime where you had like, uh, something besides just bullets coming at you, if there was multiple projectiles mm-hmm. or whatever, it was really tricky to avoid them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I feel like as you got later in the game, more of that stuff happened. And it's not so bad when you have the infinite lives and it's like, oh, I died, whatever. Right. I lost my guns. That stings. But like, I can imagine if you were playing with the limited continues, that would be really frustrating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, also in the the um not great column i have written down music wasn't very remarkable in any way shape or form a little repetitive i think it was just maybe two tracks that repeated was it i didn't even notice the music very much it just kind of sank into the background it's not like Mega Man where you're like this is good music that's like catchy and is grabbing my attention and i want to listen to no you had like a like the lead was on this is a little bit nerdy synthesis but like the lead was like on like a triangle wave and it was kind of like annoying and i just kept like being like oh there's that annoying triangle wave again i think i i noticed the whatever lead it standing out one time because it was like all that was there and i was like why is this song so barren and it's like oh we're shooting and throwing grenades so the other the other channels on the sound chip are being taken up but like maybe that's what it was yeah you know but it, it stood out as like, this is a very boring song. Um, yeah. It's not like it's boring. It's just unremarkable. It's not bad. It was just yeah. like, okay. I'm I'm pretty sure that they recycled the same one or two tracks for the whole thing. And I and I, that wouldn't surprise me because uh, they even like recycled parts of the levels. So like you do mm-hmm. a level where you are on the elevator going down. And then you do like another little thing and then there'd be the next level. Oh, we're on the exact same elevator going up. And this is, I think, even the same positions of like the guns and the bad mm-hmm. guys and everything. But we're just doing it in reverse. Well, to be fair, that's the, that's how the arcade game is. So they were just porting what they no, did in yeah. the arcade game. It's actually that's fine, but it's still pretty bad. good as far as like the level layout. It's a fairly accurate arcade port. Yeah, when we so. watched that that video of the arcade port, there was definitely more stuff going on, like of the actual arcade uh, footage, not of the the NES port. When we watched the arcade footage, there was definitely more stuff going on that didn't get translated over to the NES game. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. there was like the little turret things, and like even just like more enemies, and mm-hmm. the enemies responded differently. Like some of them uh, took more than one hit, where I think all of the bad guys were only one hit in the NES version. Yeah. So 
it was definitely a little bit different, but there definitely were some areas that they recycled. Uh, mm-hmm. So that wouldn't surprise me if they did the same with the music. Right. Another downside I have written down was, as we already mentioned, the pickups. You can't tell the difference. So if you're like trying to stock red grenades, which you'll you'll pick up like a set of red grenades and then you'll get 40 of them or something. Yeah. And then if you pick up another set, you'll have like 99 or something yeah. of them. It'll it'll stack, and so you can spam grenades more. Um, Which would be nice if you could actually know, like, oh, I'm going to get more red grenades. Right. But you have no clue. It's just like, I'm going to pick this thing up. And, and maybe there are differences, and we just have to look at the manual to, to have enough time to stop and observe the sprite, because that's... I wouldn't call it a... A knock against the game but like it's very hard to open a chest and not pick up what's inside of it yeah which i don't think really mattered because like you said you died so fast that mm. it's like if you made it through all of your ammo or all of your grenades it's like wow you you just survived a really long time which like, i congrats. only did like once yeah which was like i survived from the end of level one to like halfway through level two and i was like oh i used all of my flamethrower it was very unusual but it was through one of the easier sections in the game so yeah it's really hard to survive, but it's, it's, I don't know. I don't have a problem with the, the way that the game is designed. No, I, in that yeah, regard. I don't think so. So the only other thing that I have down here for, uh, for bad things that does do poorly. Uh, and this one is just for me because you know how much I love the cutscenes in these old oh, games. Man. And I was just really bummed. We did not get, like, you get one cutscene at the beginning mm-hmm. and it's just like a flyover of the island and then these guys parachute in. Mm-hmm. There were no sweet speedboats. There were no sweet shark attacks, um, which I'm looking forward to potentially in a future game, a shark attack. I don't know. <laughs> okay. It's got to be out there, Dan. Don't just shake your head at me. Like, anyway. these cutscenes are important <laughs> moments. Sure. It's like a movie. Like, it immerses you in the game, Dan. Okay. So it was missing that. Just lack of cutscenes. Yeah. Negative for Jordan. Even, like, when you showed me the arcade version, at one point, like, the final bad guy is yelling. What, what did he yell? You, you die. You, you die. die. You die. Man. Yeah, you die. Super annoying for, like, 10, 12 seconds. You die. You die. You die. You die. But we were missing that in the NES version, which was, you know, because that's not really something you interact with. He just sits there, the bad guy, and he yells at you while you're fighting his minions. It looks like and Dr. That's Robotnik. Like, that's like a cut scene that you can play, and they cut it out of the NES game. So we're missing that. Marks against you, Heavy Barrel. Heavy Barrel. They didn't cut it out of the NES game. It was exactly was the same there, as the arcade game, but except he was for he not just yelling, didn't say you die. Which was the most important part of that. Maybe. You wouldn't opinion. have missed it if you didn't know it was there. Well, now that I like, now that I know, right now you, you I miss a little it. more of Dan's experience with Heavy Barrel. I feel like I have lived your childhood with this game now that I've watched one hundred percent. Yeah, the the whole childhood. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. All right. So overall, the game took us probably. So we tried it what two or three times yep. to play the normal way. Got to the third level. Got to the third level before we turned on infinite lives. Oh, yeah. Um, And And then we beat it. Took the the (laughs) challenge out of the game. But it was still fun. Right. It was still fun. I don't Even with infinite lives. Yeah. You don't, you don't like, 
dying, whatever. You still there's still a punishment for dying because you lose your weapons. Right. We didn't turn on infinite health, which would not make it fun. At that point, it's boring. Yeah. Being invincible would defeat the. You would just be walking and. There's got to be a punishment yeah. for dying. You wouldn't have any incentive to dodge or anything like that. So. Yep. But yeah, about a half an hour long. Um, fun overall. Yeah, I'd say probably about a half hour. Yeah. Once yeah. we actually turned on the infinite lives, it took us half an hour. I was surprised. A little over an hour on the game total. Yeah, I, I was surprised that, that when it ended. Mm-hmm. Um, I yeah. thought that I didn't realize that that was the end. Mm-hmm. But really, it is just like the the opening scene says: you're going there, and you got to go underground and kill the bad guy. And mm-hmm. you do that, and the game's over. It's not gonna. There's no twist at the end. Right. You kill the bad guy. Game over. Right. Roll credits. Yes, sir. So, Jordan. How much do you think that this game is going for on the eBay? Oh, okay. See, I have no idea. I have never heard of this game. Mm-hmm. And I imagine there's a lot of people who also who haven't heard of this game. Mm-hmm. But that that could mean that it is worth more because mm-hmm. it's rare. Or it could, or it could mean that it's less. worth less because <laughs> nobody knows about it. If I had to guess, oh, man, I'm so bad at this. How much would you pay for the experience? No, see, that's you just a different had. question. That's a different question. Okay. The, the, right. How much do I think it's going for on eBay? And this is just a total guess. I'm gonna say uh, twenty-seven dollars. Wow. Yeah. That's quite the guess. Is it dead on? No. Oh. Um, t- as of today, it is trending at thirteen dollars on eBay. Oh. As of ten days ago, it was trending at nine ninety nine, ten dollars. So okay, you're looking at a ten to yeah, about probably a ten, ten dollar cartridge. That seems like a good price for this game. Yeah, you would pay ten dollars for this game. I feel like ten dollars would be my max. Yeah, like if I was at Salvation Army or Goodwill, which I go to a lot, mm-hmm. and I saw this game and it was ten bucks, I would have a hard time not buying it. Yeah, if it was. 15 or 20 bucks i could see myself walking out without it (laughs) right for sure um if i set aside my childhood nostalgia yeah i think i would also knowing what this game is ten dollars twelve dollars would be i would pay what it's going for i think it's it's definitely worth that um it's only half an hour long when you beat it but if you were trying to beat it the legit way um you could get a lot more mileage out of it yeah, for sure. If you wanted to dedicate time to learning which boxes to open and mm-hmm. and learning the patterns of the bad guys and like all that kind of stuff, you could get a lot of time out of this game. If yeah. you just want a game to load up and play with a friend and shoot a bunch of bad guys and hear heavy barrel, uh, turn on the infinite lives. Right. And just have a good time for half hour, 45 minutes mm-hmm. and beat the game. And I feel like it is a game that has... It's one of those games where I see myself coming back to it. Uh, not, I don't want to say every few months, but like it's it's one of those things where I, I would like I like having it in my collection. Yeah. Um, to come back to every every so often. It it's not kind of a one and done. It's it's more of like like the Ninja Turtle games. Not nearly as good, but like the Ninja Turtle games where every so often I'm like I want to play this game, even though I've played it dozens and dozens of times. Yeah. So it definitely feels like it has some replay value to me sweet so apparently we're saying it is uh it is worth it it's worth it and you know what's funny 
going into this, I, with all of like the negatives that, mm. that were there, like I was coming up with these thinking like, if this, this game's going to be like 30 bucks, it's going to, I'm going to have to say worthless. And Dan is going to say worth it. Cause it's part of his childhood. <laughs> right. But then knowing that it's 10 bucks, like I can with a good conscience say for 10 bucks, this game is worth it. 100%. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I feel I like you, I feel like you tricked me, <laughs> but I feel good about right. it. Well, I think that about wraps things up. I think so. So, Awesome. All right. If you have any questions or feedback, feel free to email us at worthitorworthlesspodcast at gmail.com. And if you're interested in staying up to date with the show, follow us at W-I-O-W podcast on Twitter and Instagram. If you enjoy the show, please leave us a review and subscribe if you want to hear more. Thanks for taking the time to listen to the show. We sincerely appreciate it. Talk to you next time.